Hello and welcome back to the Velocity Network podcast. My name's Ollie Henderson and today I've got another guest who will also be joining me at our event on the 8th of February focused on the Indian IT services industry. That guest is Mita Karanth. She's a vice president at Foundit, formerly known as Monster APAC and Middle East. Mita has a really interesting insight on the talent market and the future of jobs, which I'm sure you'll enjoy if you join us on the 8th of February. You can sign up for that webinar via the link in the show notes or on the Velocity website. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Mita. So Mita, look, it's lovely to speak to you this morning. Um, I want to start with a nice broad question for you, really, about some of the challenges and issues which you see in the industry and perhaps how verifiable credentials can go some way to solving those. Sure. Sure. So uh, let me let me start with a very broad view, given the vantage point that we have as founded. Uh, for those who don't know, we were Monster uh, India earlier and now we are founded. Uh, so if you look at the recruitment process or the cycle, right? Uh, there are three main stages and there's top of the funnel, there's middle, and then there's bottom of the funnel, right? Each has its own set of challenges, uh, both from a process point of view or from a uh, people point of view, uh, from a tech point of view. Uh, so if I, if I take the top of the funnel, which is where we operate, uh, some of the big challenges that we hear constantly from our customers, from recruiters, uh, are the lack of relevant profiles, right? So there's a lot of pro- uh, uh, platforms that give you uh, profiles and candidates, but are they really relevant to the job that's being that's being searched for, right? Uh, and that, that basically means that there's a lot more work for the recruiters. It also means that you may not be actually, actually finding the right fit at all, because mm-hmm. when the funnel is so big at the top, uh, you may not really actually zone in on the right candidate, right? So there's a lot of issues with respect to productivity and, uh, and the quality of candidates right at the top of the funnel. Uh, the other sort of the offshoot of this is finding relevant candidates that are skill verified, right? Uh, yeah. And I think that's a big, big gap in the in the industry today, whether, whether you say take the IT sector or others, uh, the, the skills that are demanded by companies, by employers, and what exists in the market, one, there is a gap. Uh, and two, that there is, uh, there is a difficulty in estimating or understanding the quality and the you know, verification of skills right at the top of the funnel, again, to help you zone in on the right candidates, right? So I think those are some of the challenges you have at the top of the funnel. Middle of the funnel is mm-hmm. essentially when you've got a candidate already in the in the process, and there here there's a lot more understanding. There's a lot more challenge around uh, you know process efficiency, like how do you set interviews? You see the now the uh, you know the emergence of uh, tech-led interviews and uh, so on and so forth. How do you understand what people are saying is good or not? So again, there's a lot of uh, you know sort of data-based uh, inferences that you can draw. And then there is bottom of the funnel where there is a candidate that's already you know has accepted an offer and then what happens right so there's a whole uh bjv process which is again a pretty when i say bjv it's background verification right it's again a pretty cumbersome process a lot of it is manual in most companies some of them have employed some new tech solutions uh and i think that's another big area where uh, the velocity network potentially also comes in right uh, and then, of course, other things like how do you make sure the candidates who've been offered actually join? Uh, you see, in the last two years, uh, the 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 number of dropouts that the industry has seen post the offer period has been enormous, right? Uh, and 
There are lots of tech interventions that are also coming in over there. So there are a lot of these things, right? So that's the broad con construct of the challenges, and I haven't gotten to gotten into many of them. These are some of the top ones I think that are relevant from a velocity network point of view. And that kind of brings me to, you know, the areas that we're talking about, right? So there is skill verification, uh, there is BGV, background verification, which is all essentially to establish trust uh, and improve yeah. process efficiency, right? Both. Uh, so that's that's the broad construct I see. Brilliant. Great breakdown. Thank you. And then specifically then to the Indian IT services market, which is what we're going to be discussing on the 8th of February, 2023. So clearly you've broken down there some of the potential use cases. I wonder from your point of view where you see the quickest wins because yeah. there's implementation of technology can be challenging and we are undergoing this mass digital transformation in any case. Organizations yeah. are having to tackle this from many different angles. So I wonder as you think about velocity as you think about the opportunities for people to download career wallets and yeah. claim, share their credentials, where do you think are the most obvious opportunities in the Indian IT services sector, just to get a bit more specific? Yeah, sure. So I think the way we look at profiles uh, within the construct of founders, a candidate profile, essentially four parts to a candidate's profile. There's the education uh, context, right? Uh, where did they study? What did they study? Uh, which gives you an indication of the quality. It also gives you an indication of some skills they may have, but it really is the context of how long back they, they studied and how far away they are from that in the current career, right? So there's an education component. There's a work experience component. There is a skill component. And then there is the insights that you draw, right? So from the, that, we look at profiles as, as a sum total of these four uh, parts. Uh, and so I think uh, the quick wins from a velocity network uh, foundation point of view, I think are around the education and workforce bit. Uh, education should be an easier one to crack, I think, uh, because mm. it's easier to kind of collate data at, at scale there, whereas at a workforce level, it probably will take longer. So we do think that there is a there's a quick win over there in terms of credentialing uh, information on education backgrounds of candidates. And that just then seals it because you, you again build trust in the system and you build trust both sides, right, of our two-sided marketplace, both on the employer side and the candidate uh, and the candidate side. So that's one. The other one, I think, which will be interesting uh, for us just from our point of view is uh, I think the career wallets is another interesting idea. I, we, we are yet to figure out the technical feasibility of that, but I think it's an important one uh, where, you know, you, you could have candidates very quickly sharing on consent what their career nuggets have been, right? Uh, yeah. And I think that can go a long way. Uh, yeah. I do think skills is a bit harder to do, uh, but it's it's probably the, one of the most critical things that we need to find a way to solve for, just because we, we see a trend uh, across the board, not just in India, but outside of, you know, going towards skill-based hiring, right? So, I, but I do think that might be a little bit harder uh, for people to accept uh, a certain standard of skill because everyone measures it differently and so on and so forth, but it's something that must be solved for. Sure. And I'm going to ask you now just to take a slightly different lens. So obviously we've addressed some of the questions and opportunities for the organizations who are screening candidates and hiring candidates. Put yourself in the shoes of the candidate themselves. What do you yeah. think are the most obvious, exciting 
opportunities? Yeah, I think from a candidate point of view, there's an uh, there's an obvious productivity uh, benefit over there, right? So if you've created, let's say, a career wallet, uh, or you've got verified credentials across all these four components that I talked about, uh, anyone that you need to reach out to can get access to that same thing, right? Uh, so you don't have to kind of reinvent the wheel every single time. You think of candidates applying to different jobs. It's pretty cum- cumbersome as a process and it can get pretty daunting uh, just mm. the task of doing it, right? And you imagine how you equate that uh, scenario to what's happened with uh, with payments in India, right? Everything is now one click and it was to be pretty daunting if you had to do a bank transfer and so on and so forth, right? Uh, so I envision... Uh, you know, sort of this kind of a trans transformation in the candidate's experience, uh, which relates to productivity, to the standardization, ease of sharing information uh, about themselves with potential employers, and probably even with the peer network. It could be it, there could be implications that we've not even thought of. But uh, just from an employment point of view, I think the ease of sharing standardized information at the click of a button kind of a scenario, right, uh, would be would be. Pretty, pretty awesome for uh, for candidates, I think. Sure, yeah, really powerful. And actually, that's a the great point about the employee experience, which actually is a direct benefit for organisations as well. If you can em- enable that, then clearly that's going to be a better experience for candidates and all the way through to employment. Well, Amita, really great to hear from you today. I'm looking forward to chatting again on the great. 8th of February. So thanks for your time. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Oli. And that was my conversation with Mita Karant. Thank you very much to Mita for joining me today and to you for listening. As I said at the beginning of the show, if you'd like to join us on the 8th of February, you can sign up via the link in the show notes or on the Velocity website. And as ever, for more info on Velocity, please get in touch with me via LinkedIn. I've got another podcast following rapidly in a couple of days, so make sure you tune in again then.